Welcome back to another edition of the Huskies and the Pros podcast. I'm Brian Dossler. Thank you for listening. It's a big show today. Andre Jackson, Jordan Hawkins, they both made their NBA debuts this past week. I, I'm actually recording this on Sunday the 29th. It's being published on Monday, uh, the October 30th. Figured I'd do it now that way. I, so I just said, wa- just watched Andre Jackson make his NBA debut. Checked in for the Bucks in the fourth quarter. So it just felt right. Actually recording this at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. So uh, let's get rolling. But first, make sure you follow my Twitter page, at Husky Pros. That's where we're going to get a ton of uh, all these updates in the moment. Um, I, I like to put stats from players that from last night and, and things like that. So um, make sure if, if, if you want the, the podcast is for more in-depth things, things that, I, that are just too long to tweet. Um, but... Uh, it certainly is a good resource for your Huskies and the Pros uh, news. But first, before we get to Andre, before we get to Hawkins, I want to start the show and, and mention a cook, a cook, the former Husky. He transferred to Georgetown last year. And then again, he transferred this season to West Virginia. He had an unfortunate accident this past Friday night where he collapsed on the floor during an exhibition game against George Mason. Uh, there, there is there is good news as of 10, 10 a.m. Eastern time Sunday morning. The West Virginia men's basketball Twitter page, they tweeted that a cook is in stable condition, which that's good, obviously, and is recovering at home. It will be continued to be monitored by team trainers and what and whatnot. So it's scary moment for cook on the floor um, from tweets that I was seeing that just just collapsed. So it came out of nowhere. Um, but medical attention was, was there right away for Cook and uh, not sure how long he'll be out for, but obviously his health is what's most important here. Don't know what it means for his season, uh, but a Cook, a Cook, you know, just one of, uh, you know, he's, he's one of our guys. Uh, played three years at, at UConn and uh, made a big impact. Unfortunately, got hurt with, his Achilles, with that Achilles injury uh, during his sophomore year. But uh, certainly wish the best, the best wishes and health for a cook, a cook, and hopefully we see him on the court this year for West Virginia. You know, it, it, it obviously his playing time. Uh, there wasn't going to be as much playing time for him last season, but he goes to Georgetown, goes to Power Five, and then he goes to the Power Five in West, at West Virginia. This kid can play, very athletic, uh, can block shots, can really make a lot of Andre Jackson type plays, can shoot the three ball decently well. Um, but again, this is this is for his health, and uh, we certainly we 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 certainly want to cook a cook to get better and and on the court as 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 soon as he's health as as his health permits. Uh, so I just want to mention that top of the show. As for our guys, Jordan Hawkins and Andre Jackson, they both made their NBA debuts this week. Let's start with Jackson Jr. Right again, I just mentioned that I just watched it. And he checked in at the start of the fourth quarter. The Bucs were losing by 21 points. 
when it was the third quarter, it was like a almost a 30-point game. I'm thinking this this could be an Andre Jackson NBA debut, and sure enough, it happened. Kind of how it, how his quarter went down. Uh, 15 seconds into his NBA career, he took a three-pointer and he missed. It would have been great if he made it, but uh, that was the only shot that he took. A minute later, he blocks a Sadiq Bay jumper. That turned into a, a transition opportunity. Bobby Portis, he missed a three-pointer, but this is what Andre Jackson is. This, this, the, the commentators saying this uh, during the game, uh, the Bucks commentators, that is, saying that, you know, he's a guy that's going to need to make energy hustle plays. There's, there's a lot of – there's good and bad Andre Jackson, which before – I think before that Xavier game this past year, you know, we Husky fans also really acknowledge that, that you're going to have really good plays and some really head-scratching plays from Andre, but you kind of live with those head-scratching plays because his great plays are so great and so impactful. We kind of saw that Andre, he was trying to make a, a, good, a, a good pass to the corner. It was tipped and stolen by the Hawks, and then he immediately got the steal back, and then that led to Andre getting assists on a three-pointer by Ty Ty Washington. But the same kind of questions that that we had at UConn, right? It's 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 uh, can he shoot the three and kind of limit the 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 turnovers, the the bad plays, and make those high energy plays. He finished with no points, but he had four rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, two turnovers in seven minutes in his NBA debut. The Hawks won the game one twenty seven one ten. By the way, that was a much needed win for the Hawks as they avoided an 0-3 start. Damian Lillard had six points. He did not play well. Just just a bad night overall for Milwaukee, but we don't really care about that. We care about Andre Jackson playing, and he did that. Andre and the Bucks have three games this week. Tonight they take on the Heat at 8 p.m. Wednesday they are in Toronto. And then on Friday there will be an ESPN game, nationally televised game. They'll be hosting the Knicks at 7.30 p.m. So we'll see what happens with Andre. He got his first minutes. Made, made made some positive plays, and, uh, you know, hopefully it goes up there from Andre. Jordan Hawkins, he also made his debut. That was this past Wednesday in the Pelicans season opener and noticed a couple things over the first two games is that the first time he checked in the ball game was at the start of the second quarter. He did that for the first game on Wednesday and then for the second game on Saturday. And Hawks' first shot came with just under 12 minutes to go. At the, it was at the start of the, at the start of the fourth quarter. It was a three pointer that he made. Uh, he finished his his night with three points in in nine minutes, and his minutes doubled from nine to eighteen in game two. Uh, he had nine points. This his second quarter was was his big quarter. He, again, he checked in this, at the start of the second quarter. That's something to monitor when his part of the rotation comes in for minutes. Um, and in, uh, very quickly, in an eighty five seconds span, he knocked down two three pointers. And then later in the third, he hit a, a third three-pointer to finish with those nine points. And the Pelicans are 2-0. They beat the Knicks 96-87 and um, mentions that it's it's obviously a good sign to see his his minutes double. I thought the, for the opening night he was going to play 15 minutes. He played nine. I think I think 14 to 18 is probably the range we're going to see for the for the first month or so. Obviously, if you keep shooting like this. I mean, he's four for four for eight from three in two games. Obviously, a small sample size, but if he keeps shooting like this, he's going to be playing more. Um, his teammates, his Pelicans teammates, really seem to like him already. 
uh, last night, or I should say Saturday night, following the home opener, Larry Nancy tweeted a picture of Hawkins. His, Hawkins' his, uh, his face was photoshopped on Hawkeye from Marvel, and the caption was just game recap. So inferring Hawkins was sniping the three-pointers, and uh, it's, it's easy to, to like a guy that can, that can make an, an impact. We know his jumper is so smooth. We know, we know how clutch he can be. Um, but his Pelicans teammates appreciate it. And, um, again, this is a hot, this is a, a Pelicans team that is desperate for three point shooters. They're absolutely desperate. They were second to last in attempts last season. Uh, Trey Murphy, he has a torn meniscus. He was their leading three point shooter last year. And, and so he's out. So Hawkins is just a much needed asset for the Pelicans, uh, with his three point shooting ability. They also signed Matt Ryan, um, who's been kind of a journeyman the last couple of years with the Lakers, with the Celtics, I believe. He's a guy that can shoot the outside shot. So Matt Ryan's been getting some run along with Hawkins. Um, Matt Ryan is a good sign for the Pelicans in the short term. Obviously, Hawkins is is the long-term prospect or the long-term player that they hope turns into a franchise guy. Um, and on the broadcasts, they're mentioning how, and, and I'm going to play a, a bite from Hawkins in, in shortly here, how important it is for, for Jordan to be playing and get in rhythm with the likes of, of the superstar teammates, with Zion, with Brendan Ingram, and with CJ McCollum. So let's take a listen with Hawkins, his comments after scoring nine points in his home opening victory against the Knicks. All credit to my teammates for giving me the ball, uh, giving me in uh, the right spots. Um, I mean, we got guys Z, CJ McCollum, and and, uh, and Bi. I mean, it makes your job a lot easier. So just credit to those guys. You've said before the hardest thing as a rookie is making sure that you are in the right spots offensively. When Brandon Ingram and Zion penetrate, that you relocate and you're in the spots on the perimeter. Why were you able to find success on the perimeter tonight? Uh, I mean, just uh, practicing and just watching film, uh, watching film where. For guys like the B guys' tendencies, uh, just learning their tendencies as much as I can so I can get the overshot. Uh, and on defense as well, just got to be in the right spots on defense. That's how you get on the floor. So, yeah. 2-0 right now to start the season. How much fun are you guys having? I mean, we got 80 more to go, so uh, we, we, we got, we'll see. Yeah, and how about there right at the end? Uh, you know, <laughs> he's, he's talking like a 15-year vet, right, saying, like, it's just two games in. Like, we, we got 80 more to go and, and hopefully the playoffs as well. Uh, Hawkins always down to earth, mature, and, and uh, just – that was just nice nice to hear, um, just kind of keep, keeping his head on the swivel. Um, he knows that it's a long journey. It's just two games, and he's got a lot more basketball being played. So, overall, just very positive from Jordan Hawkins' first two games in the NBA. Tonight will be game three for him, and, and the 2-0 Pelicans, they take on the Warriors at home. That's an 8 p.m. Eastern time tip on NBA TV. Wednesday, they are at Oklahoma City, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. And then Thursday, Saturday, they have two home games against the Pistons and the Hawks. So we got three nationally televised games this week between Hawkins and, uh, and Dre. And for our last rookie, Adama Sonogo, he made the Bulls opening night roster. And that's a big deal uh, because with two-way contracts, you never know. Like, uh, they guys just don't make enough money to, to make – you know, make teams feel obligated to keep you. The it's the benefit is with the two ideals that they can keep you on both the NBA roster 
and the G League roster, and, and each team can only have two two players to do this. So, uh, and Julian Champagne out of St. John's is the other is the other player that the Bulls have a two way deal with. So it's it's good that Adama, even though he hasn't played uh, in the first three games, I'm not panicking about his his status with the Bulls quite yet because uh, the the G League season hasn't started yet. Um, training camp starts today through November 9th. The G League season starts November 10th. I would be very surprised, honestly, if if Adama gets any NBA run right now, maybe later in the season, if he shows out in the G League. Once the G League season starts, again, that's Friday, November 10th, which is when I think Adama will, will start playing uh, r- routinely. But that goes the same with Joey Calcantara. He's with the South Bay, South Bay Lakers. Amita Brima, he's with the Nuggets G League team. So, you know, I'm not worried. I do think eventually Sonogo could play a role with this Bulls team. Uh, Andre Drummond and Nikola Vucevic are the only two players in the front court that uh, they really have. Uh, so I think this is a good fit for Sonogo in terms of because they kind of lack and and in front court players. And, and Drummond doesn't really play all that much, right? Like I'm following him as a former Husky. Um, but Drummond, uh, even last year with the Bulls and in the last couple of like last couple of years, like he just doesn't get the same amount of minutes. His his defense just isn't what it used to be, uh, which is why it, it seems like he isn't going to minutes. Sure, he'll get he'll get blocks. Like he's he's six ten and and still has a little bit of balance. Like that that'll happen. Um, but in terms of just sometimes staying with guys, it seems like he's just a, a bit slower. So, um, but he, where he wasn't slow was on opening night. He had that sick crossover on Chet Holmgren. Uh, that, that play went viral. That was one of the, one of the highlights of opening night. Um, just everyone, it, it, it was Chet Holmgren, it was Chet Holmgren's NBA. Welcome to the NBA moment. Obviously Chet didn't play at all last season, uh, dealing with, I believe it was an ankle injury. And his, if, if it was the ankle, then he lost him again because Andre Drummond uh, crossed crossed him over. Uh, so that that was a fun play. I, I saw that coming out of. Uh, I, I went to the to the blue and white scrimmage at, at Gamble and uh, opened my phone after and, and just saw Twitter going crazy for Drummond crossing over over Chet. Um, so that that was that was fun to watch. But again, uh, with Sonogo not panicking as to why he hasn't played yet this, this season, he's going to get his opportunity in the G league. And if he, if he plays well there, then he'll get a chance because again, there, there are roster spots. There are minutes to be, to be one, to be played if he plays well in the G league. So let's, let's hope that that goes well for Adama and we see him on NBA court very soon. And before we wrap up the show, Rudy Gay, he was waived by the Warriors this past week. He played in he played a handful of minutes in a couple different preseason games for Golden State. Not entirely surprising that he got waived. It just it felt weird like, you know, Rudy Gay at this point of his career is just a veteran guy that is gonna is is gonna be there to to kind of mentor some players. And, and I will say in the preseason, Jonathan Kaminga was asked about Rudy Gay and how he's kind of taken him under his wing. And he said, they appreciate Rudy and all this kind of stuff. But the Warriors kind of like, they, 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 they have some veterans there. Like, and if, if they, it, it's not entirely surprising to me that 
that Rudy Gay was was Wade's. Haven't seen any teams interested in him, in him since. Um, so hopefully that changes as he as he tries to play year 18. Tyrese Martin, he was right by the Timberwolves last week as well. And I think I I, I saw like a year old team, I believe it was, that, that had shown interest in Tyrese. So, again, I wish he never got waived by the Hawks. Um, you, you can make a lot, of, obviously, a lot of good money playing overseas. And 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 uh, a lot of great experiences, but do wish that Tyrese can stay in the states. You know, just maybe get picked up another G League team and 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 see and and showcase what he can do because he played very well for the Hawks. He played well. I, I've said this on, on past shows. Played very well for the Hawks. Really played well in the summer league. Had had a game where he scored the last fourteen points, I believe it was, to to lead them back to, in a victory in the fourth quarter. Um, Corey Alexander from ESPN, he mentioned how this could be like Tyrese Martin could be part of the mix this upcoming season. Obviously, the Hawks felt differently. Um, and I haven't heard anything about Jerry Lamb either. Uh, he was way by the Kings a couple weeks ago. Uh, and obviously, the season starting, and I haven't seen him on a roster. So hopefully, uh, he the, it did seem like there was a chance that he would uh, be after he was waived that he would go with the Stockton Kings, the G League team of, of, of Sacramento. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, um, but I'll keep everyone updated as always on that. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks for listening. Husky season, basketball season is just right, right around the corner. We can feel it. It's almost November. It's almost here. So let's go win another national championship, a dual national championship. And with that, let's go Huskies.